Hey, what's happening? It's Nick Smith. Uh, tune in to this week's episode. We are talking about parenting, specifically intentional parenting, or you may have heard gentle parenting. What is it? Why do I care what it is? What does that have to do with the kingdom of God? There's stuff in here for you, even if you're not a parent. So apparently you need to pay attention to what we say. So glad Kylie Joe didn't hear that. All right, y'all be blessed. You're listening to the Nick Smith Podcast. Connecting you to living truth. If you'd like to support our podcast, rate us on iTunes. Or join our inner circle through patreon.com. And don't forget to share this on social media so that all of your friends and family can know what you're listening to. Hey, we are your hosts, Nick Smith. And Kylie Jo Smith. And today is all about parenting. Parenting. So if you don't have children and you don't think this applies to you, you're wrong. You're wrong. Dead wrong. Listen anyway. This is actually only for you. Parents, stop <laughs> listening. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you think you ain't got nothing to learn from this? You got something to learn from this. We all have something to learn. From mm. We're mm. still learning. That's why we're sharing it mm. with you because um, a lot of times podcasts are centered on what people are experts at. So, a lot of, of expert course, podcasts. we went with parenting. And we just decided just we're going to flip that. We're going to say, no, no, this is going to be the thing that we're actually not any good at. No, this, is, <laughs> this is the thing that God has really put on us to, to focus on mm-hmm. in this season. And yeah, um, we are pretty good at it. I mean, areas that we have grown a lot in as well. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, we decided to go ahead and jump on. Right, yeah. Well, and honestly, I, it was kind of inspired a little bit, this conversation from a compliment we received. Wait, before parents. you get to compliment, I got a compliment. Oh. We got an inner circle and they're awesome. So way to go, y'all. Uh, what's up, inner circle? And they compliment us. E N compliment. E M compliment. Because compliment spelled two different ways, in case you didn't know. <laughs> and now I've confused somebody out there. They're like, wait a second. I don't do spelling. So there we go. <laughs> Words are hard. Um, but anyway, I just want to say what's up to Inner Circle. They got an extra bonus. An extra bonus. Extra bonus. That's super like, that's not just bonus. It's like extra bonus. Additional to the bonus. <laughs> they got an extra episode, a bonus episode, if you will, mm-hmm. um, all about uh, God and anger and all of that yeah. stuff. Is so. God angry at you? If you don't know the answer to that, you should probably join the inner circle so you can watch that episode. You need that in your life. Uh-huh. All right, back uh-huh. to it. What was the compliment? Okay, so the compliment. And if you're a parent, you know these come very seldom. That's right. And so any time we get a compliment, I'm holding on to this one for at least the next 50 years. <laughs> I don't care what at anybody says. I'll be like, you know, one time this girl, uh, this compliment came to us from somebody who doesn't know us very well, which is one of the reasons why it's so valuable. Yes. Because when they don't know you, when they, they don't, see it, gotta say it in this and voice. And the Lord inspires them. <laughs> get, anyway. get to the compliment, girl. So <laughs> she, uh, we, we met this young lady. Her name's Ivy. Shout Hi, out. Ivy, if you're watching or What's listening. Up? Thank you so much. This is amazing. So, we met Ivy through family and spent a few days around her around like um, July 4th time. You know, it's holiday. Family's around there. She's seeing us and our kids. What? July 4th time. It's fine. Go ahead. July 4th time. <laughs> Why is that I don't know. Go ahead. Go ahead. You're mean. I'm not anyway, mean. <laughs> so. It just hit me weird. I was like. What July should I say? 4th. Independence Day time? <laughs> around so, the 4th of July is how I would have said it. 4th of July time. So... <laughs> Because I don't know exactly what day it was. So anyway, you. she, you. Ivy, comes to me. <laughs> You're missing the point, I'm listening. Pastor. Please tell me. And I want to hear. We're leaving one night, and she's like, hey, Kylie Joe, I just have a question. Um, do you guys do gentle parenting? And inside, I was like, oh, yes, thank you for noticing. <laughs> because it is so hard. I didn't say that because I didn't want to, like, you know, I didn't want to, like, be totally weird to her. I just yeah. met her that weekend, July 4th time. 
And so I was just like, actually, uh, yeah, we do, but we don't call it that because I'm, I don't really like the term gentle parenting. I'll just be real with you. I don't like it. I don't like the term. Not a fan. Uh, makes me feel like I'm weak or something. I'm not. I want well, my kids thinking I'm weak because well, I ain't. I mean, honestly though, um, I, I do struggle with that concept of <laughs> like the idea of gentle parenting, be, but it's not because of the reason of like, I can't be gentle. Like I think men can be gentle. That's fine. It's because it sounds so passive mm, and, and passive and, parenting and intentional parenting sounds more like what it is, yeah. which is every decision we have to intentionally, um, implement every choice and we have to pre-think and pre-teach and there's a lot more work to just be like are you gentle parenting <laughs> ain't nothing gentle about this girl do you know how much work do you know how is? many times i've been on the floor crying how angry heaving over I, this sitting there i'm gentle. sweating because i'm trying to hold back my rage in certain moments I'm and like, i'm realizing all the things i went <laughs> through as a kid that now is coming out of me as it like it's not gentle yeah but in that moment, I understood what she meant, and she yes. went on. She described some like things she'd observed, and was like, you know, I just wondered if you guys did this because I see the way you relate to your kids, and I was just like, <laughs> and she doesn't even have her own kids, but, like she's wait, not even a hold, parent. But pause though, mm -hmm. was there an actual compliment or was it just an observation? Because I just had a thought. What, <laughs> what if that wasn't a compliment? No, she did compliment. It was definitely like just after the. <laughs> <laughs> was there more that was like yes, good she was job like, she was like yes so I just wanted to encourage you guys okay you right. and Nick see listen he wasn't there he was I over there I missed he it. was talking to family I'm over I'm here like getting a compliment of a lifetime here <laughs> I'm just checking because from if somebody was like do you shop at the trash can and you're like yes yes I do Okay, I was just noticing. You know, <laughs> like, that's not necessarily no, this, a I, I'm telling you, I know for a fact this okay. was a compliment. All right, all right, because good. she said, I just wanted to say that you guys are doing great. Okay. I want to encourage you. Now. Thank you. I know it's not easy. The friends that I have, people that I know that do it. I did, okay, there was it more? It was a compliment. Was, so, Ivy, again, moment, if you're listening, Nick doesn't appreciate what you said. <laughs> that's not true. But it pierced my heart not in a good the truth. way. Not the truth at all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but so... Can you help people understand? So there may be somebody listening or watching that has never heard of gentle parenting because they don't own Google. And so they or can't. TikTok. Or TikTok. <laughs> or Facebook. Or the algorithm that we are or on. Instagram. Um, but now that we've said gentle parenting so many times, it's going to pop up on all their stuff. Oh, I can't um, wait for you to get ads for all the books on gentle parenting. <laughs> but can you help kind of explain for those yeah, people? Yeah, so, well, I mean, like, I'm, we're not there. experts by any means or like. Not me, definitely not me. <laughs> I'm not talking yeah, you still need more explanation <laughs> on what gentle parenting is. I'm trying. So as you use the word intentional, like it really is this way of parenting that is more emotionally present and intentional in, in terms of not just seeing behaviors as needing to be corrected or punished, mm -hmm. but as needing to be better understood by the caregiver or the parent as well as the child. And so it's this way of parenting. The reason it's so different is I think that it goes against um, a lot of the preconceived notions of what it means to parent well. Like, if I'm parenting well, that means my kids are always listening to me. They're, they're seen and not heard. Mm. They're, you know, they're not ever addressing an adult unless they're spoken to first. And, the, like, all of those things about how children should be kind of an accessory to the family mm -hmm. as opposed to an active participant whose voice matters. Um, and even as like, even saying this, I'm sure there are some of you who maybe are of a different generation or have a different cultural upbringing that are like, what in the world kind of anarchy <laughs> are you sowing into children? What kind of hedonistic? Like, and it, it does sound like at times, even listening to some of the um, like gentle parenting 
I guess, gurus or like people who have written books on it that I'm, I'm following and listening to. Yeah. There are times where I'm like, oh my gosh, this sounds so sissy. Yeah. Like I sound like such a pushover until in the moment using my personality, which mm-hmm. is not a pushover at all and which is not <laughs> in any way like timid. Mm-hmm. Um, I apply those same techniques and I'm like, oh, wait a second. I feel empowered. Yeah. And oh, in this moment, I I was firm and I didn't have to. It wasn't. Oh, honey, may mommy please correct you? Yeah. It's and no, it's not that at all. One of the things that just came to me was the idea of intentional parenting really has at its core giving dignity to the child. Like boom, allowing the the child who was created in the image of God um, to carry the dignity of an image bearer of mm-hmm, God mm-hmm. and not just see them as a and like you said an accessory someone who doesn't have who doesn't have dignity or doesn't have the ability to um have a sense of self or isn't worthy of respect exactly and and for for me part of that that whole concept has been difficult um because I was not raised in a culture where you weren't raised in a culture at all I'm an alien. No, <laughs> I, was, I was not raised in a culture that valued children as children, like as mm. having their own um, role. I mean, okay. like children in, in the culture I was raised in are like to fetch the remote, <laughs> like to, to clean the house. Um, to help people to not have to answer the phone. Yet to lie for me on the phone when the bill collector calls mm. to tell the person at the door that I'm not home. Um, like that somebody right now is like, Oh, crap. that's what the children are for, <laughs> for. And I'm of a certain generation that, um, I still remember my mom being able to send me to the grocery store for, for her with a note to pick up a pack of cigarettes. Wow. I was a child. Wow. With a note. How did they know my mother wrote that? Wow. Note? They had no idea. If you, um, if you sold this kid, <laughs> if you can imagine this guy, this as a little tall. kid, like I was only with a like a shorter. hoodie and Dickies on guaranteed. Guaranteed. On a scooter, Maybe I'm guessing. Maybe some Nike Cortezes. Not a bike. And you Not sold him cigarettes? You made me Shame liable. on you. You Shame made me liable. Um, but, like, children were not, like, my parents, they did the best they could. And I, yeah. I do believe that. Um, we don't give our parents enough credit. Mm. Because a lot of times people are, I mean, in general, people are only doing what they know how to do with the tools they've been given. Yeah. And they're trying to do a little better than, than yeah. they were taught. Trying to give their kids what they didn't have. That's what yeah. we always say. I didn't have this. I want to pass it on to you. Exactly. Whether it's it's uh, monetary or emotional, whatever it is, mm-hmm. they're trying to do better. Um, but like, I didn't have a sense of, um, I didn't have a classification in my mind mm. for how to have a conversation with a four-year-old. There's no classification in my mind. It was like, what do you mean talk to them? Tell like, them what to do. And if they don't do it, then there's a consequence. Like you, you do the thing. And, and if they're not listening, you talk louder. You're bigger than them. You have more lung capacity. Like, they're, <laughs> it just seems so simple. Um, because bad parenting is simple. To be real. <laughs> to be, listen. That is a whole sermon right there. Bad parenting is simple. It is. And to be a good parent, it takes a lot of work. And yeah. if you, hold on, pause. <clears throat> if you know somebody who needs to hear this um there's a lot more encouragement coming no, your way no We're we not, don't mean that like you no hold on because we just said something about bad parenting no i'm saying if you like, know someone who who's trying really hard to be a good parent or who's about a, to have a child and it's a lot of work and you notice like listen i see you it's a lot of work to be a good parent um share this with them because uh we want to encourage those of you who are wanting to parent better than you've been parented those of you who want to do 
um, really do well by your child yeah. and, and impart <clears throat> dignity into your child. Yeah. Cause that's, um, I mean, yeah. like I think every generation, especially as believers, like we, we are meant to take what we've been given, what's been poured into us and then make something amazing out of it. Like we're, mm-hmm. we're, we're meant to be redeemers of, of the things that are put in front of us that are broken. And like, we can reuse this. We can re we can reshape this a little bit. We yeah. can find a way like the talents, like the parable, of the talents, like we don't just mm-hmm. go bury all that stuff that our parents told us. We try to use that when we go forward with this generation. And so yeah. like we, I think, I, I think it's a great point that you brought up. Like we oftentimes are taught to blame our parents for things. And I've seen so much of that, this culture of like, almost parent bashing yeah. of like, well, my parents did this to me and they ruined me. And it's like the old therapy thing of like, well, it's all my parents fault. Like I'm blaming my parents. And there may be some truth to some things you've experienced that your parents maybe intentionally or unintentionally did. Every parent experiences that there are mm-hmm. things that we know our kids are going to bring up to their therapist guaranteed in 20 years that we may not even be aware that we're doing already started saving. Gentle parenting <laughs> may come out as like the one type of parenting that ruins all kids. One day hey. it may happen Who knows? right now with the best, <laughs> we're doing the best that we can with what we're given. And so I think it's important to like, when you're going through this like process of mentally being aware of how you were parented, like who yeah. thinks about that? I was something when we, before we had our first son, our first child, um, sorry, we don't have, we only have one son, but yeah. like before we had him, I, I never thought about like, well, how, how might my parents like the way they parented me, how might that affect the way that I parent my child? One right. Because when they're an infant, you're not really parenting them. You are nurturing and protecting, yeah. feeding and trying to like keep this life, this small, Happening. tiny person, like keep them well. Yeah. Um, you're not really thinking about how do I teach? But unfortunately, what we have often been told as new parents mm-hmm is that you better start training that child right away to fit into your life. You had better start telling them in these nonverbal ways by discouraging this behavior to like, we already get taught. Yeah. You need to train your child. Like we, we attach it to other things like sleep training, nurse training, all these things. We try to say your child needs to fit what you want them to do. And if they don't, either there's something wrong with the way you're doing it or there's something wrong with your kid. Mm. And neurologically, we're not like we historically have not been appreciative of neurodiversity, yeah. which affects things like sleep and eating habits, which is, which is a whole nother thing. Whole like, other that's thing. A whole other. But like we, as parents often get told, like you better get your kid to be on board with this program or else you're yeah. going to fail them. And we don't teach like, Hey, um, so how do you handle stress and conflict? Mm-hmm. Because that's definitely going to come out when your child is standing in front of you, refusing to do what you told them to do. Like yeah. that's going to come out. It's going to come out. How do you handle disappointment mm-hmm. when your child isn't walking at the same time as other kids, mm-hmm. when your child doesn't start talking at the same, how do you handle not being perfect when your child starts behaving badly in public? Because those are the things Come on. when we're gently parenting our children, because parenting ain't gentle, but when no. we're applying this intentional parenting to our kids, those are the instances where your parenting philosophy needs to come into full view. Well, and one of the things that I'm learning, and it, it's been so present in my, in my life in this season specifically, um, and, and I, I got it from... Like the realization came from um, 
someone who trains animals. Now, don't at me. I'm not calling children animals. I'm just saying it's all going to yes, make sense. Yes. In in that moment, this realization hit me. Um, but say when you're training, when someone's a dog trainer and they come over and they're training your dog for you, um, they're not really teaching you like this is how your dog should should act. Mm. They're teaching the the owner of the dog how the, they should behave. And they're teaching the owner of the dog how to perceive the cues that the dog is giving them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the realization that came to mind was most of parenting in, in my short parenting career has not been, how do I make my child do what I want it to do? Right. But how do I manage my stress and how do I pick up on whatever information the child is giving me? So that I can respond appropriately mm-hmm. and not respond out of the, the generational trauma, not respond out of the, the neglect or abuse or, or whatever is in my past. Um, how do I in that moment not respond like, man, I've had a hard day and uh, my, mm. my temper's already at here because mm-hmm. I've been at work all day and all these things have happened. And now my kid is not doing what I want to, what I want them to do. Um, in that moment, I'm, I'm managing me. Yeah. Because I'm the only person I can control. Yeah. Flip that back. I'm the only person I can control. Someone had to hear that again. Yeah. Because. I it, am the one thing in life I can control. Sorry. Exactly. That's, I was going to sing it. But it's a parenting musical. <laughs> it's all about <laughs> parenting. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> Wait for it. Um, so yeah, but I've, that's the thing that got us placed on me that, yeah. that most of my parenting um, growth moments mm-hmm. are not like sweet. I finally taught my child how to do this thing. It's like, no, those do come. They do. And mm-hmm. those are great, but those aren't the big moments. The big moments for me have been like, awesome. I've had a crazy frustrating day. And when my daughter spilled whatever on the, the carpet, I didn't freak out. Yeah. Like I was able to manage and I was able to stay connected to my child in that moment. And I was mm-hmm. able to let her know that accidents happen and not that her dad's an ogre and she can't have ever a mistake around me. Mm. Like those are the moments I was like, I did okay. Yeah. Like that was pretty good. Yeah. So that's what I was trying to say. Yeah. That's, that's really good. I think, um, for me, parenting revealed my own anxieties and my mm. own, um, like, Un, and I, I, I don't want to like self-diagnose, um, but there were things about like my attention and my focus and my like, and in marriage also did that, like being married to having another person in your life constantly like observing things like, wait a second, why are you doing that? What, what, what's that about? Oh shoot. I never, no one's ever questioned me on that. Just to clarify. I don't micromanage my wife. No, I but just- like. <laughs> I do it too. I'm like, babe, why are you doing that? That sounds uh, like well, I'm uh, like, what are you doing? Put that down. Why are you over there? Don't touch that. What's, no, but what's like happening? There, there, there are things when you start adding people to your circle. Yes. And when your tribe grows that you start to see like, oh, wait a second. Like the way I'm doing this isn't the only way, number one, but it also may not be the most healthy way for me mm. to do it. Um, and so like looking at um, parenting, like especially the last, I think, year and a half, I've realized what things trigger my anxiety and trigger my own need to control something Mm -hmm. and to, and also like to just want to be heard. Like sometimes I just want you to hear what I'm saying. Yeah. And then realizing like having that, that little mirror of like, Oh, that's a human need, not just a me thing. It's a human need. And my child also has that need. Okay. So I expect them to listen to me, I also should listen to them. And it's so hard because 
again, that, that idea of like respecting children and Mm -hmm. children having rights, honestly, as much as we are a pro-life evangelical culture in America, I'm using all these air quotes, but like (laughs) the pro-life culture Uh is very, um, pro baby. And we're like, Mm -hmm. oh, we, you know, all babies want to be born. (laughs) But at the same time, we we're oftentimes not a respecter of the life outside the womb. And even at the age of like two years old, when they're throwing a temper tantrum, you better tell that child, Mm -hmm. you better raise your voice. You better show them who the bigger one is in this relationship. And one of the things I love about, like we've read a couple, we read some parenting books, so (laughs) we're pretty much experts at this point. Okay. Ran a few youth uh, events at the church, you know, but um, I know some kids in the neighborhood. Like I've, I've had a couple of successful things, but no, um, one of the things that we, um, oh shoot, I lost it. Hang it, being snarky. See, God does not like ugly. You're you're talking about controlling. Um, like I think you're going with the big truck, little truck. Oh yeah. So that one of the books that we'd read had talked about connection. Yes. And when you, it was like, how do you connect with your child? How do you maintain that connection? And if you are constantly in a battle of big truck, little truck, like who's the bigger truck in this thing? Who has the most power? Who has the most power? Whose voice is the loudest? Who's going to get the angriest? That is not connection. That's, that's just power wielding. Yeah. Power. And so, or power wheeling if it's a car. You stop it. Um, but, (laughs) but it's important. Like, again, you have to look at yourself with Mm -hmm. this gentle, intentional, present parenting thing Mm -hmm. more than you really are addressing individual behaviors. Cause if you think about it, if you go around the whole day, correcting every behavior that's wrong with your child that create that's it's a legalism almost you're yeah. creating a very very strict law and for a a small brain and a small mind and this is another thing we're not taught very much like about the human brain and and how it develops and what it actually can grasp onto mm-hmm. at certain developmental stages but for this little mind it's like it, it can create anxiety and fear and like paralysis in certain ways to where then you see other behaviors and it's like oh wait or that be, like, what's that behavior? We, now we have to correct this. Yeah. And we can unwittingly do harm by just creating this little legalistic environment where you have to do this and don't do that and don't ever do that. And da, da, da. But then when we give grace in a cheap way where it's like, oh, do whatever. There's not going to be no consequences. I'm just, yeah. we're just buddy, buddy. And da, 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 da. not saying you shouldn't be friends with your children because that is essential. Like building a friendship is essential because when they're an adult, which they are longer than they're a child, you mm-hmm. need a friendship with them. Yeah. But when we have this cheap grace or this legalistic environment, both of them are harmful to the relationship, yeah. not just to the child themselves, but to the relationship. And so that finding that middle way is, is really hard. That's why parenting well, is not gentle. No. And, and one of the things that beats me up a lot about the parenting and, and you, you kind of touched on it with the giving the kids dignity is realizing that your child is autonomous not only like they they don't have like they have their own mind they can listen or not listen or whatever make their own choices but they're not a miniature version of you like they are their own person and I know those of you who have uh, teenage children and grown children like you get that but when they're little it's hard sometimes to be like wait a second when I was a kid I never did that when I was a kid, I didn't act like that. Sure you did You don't know what you did. You were four. You like, never you, threw a fit. Yeah, and like, how do you know what, because you're 
grandma who loves you says you were the best baby. Like, what does that mean? That doesn't mean. You are mean. such a good baby. Exactly. Which, what does that even mean? Anyway. Um, and so. What's a good baby? What's a, what's a bad baby? <laughs> As one stinks, it's bad. Um, but, like, you're not parenting a miniature version of yourself. Um, and so you have to, like, part of giving a child uh, the dignity that each human life deserves is being present in that moment not trying to figure out how can I control, how can I manipulate, mm. but like, who is this little person in front of me? What is it that their little will wants? Cause they have their own will, their own desires, their own motives, their own tactics. What is it they're trying to get? Um, and how can we get through this situation where mm -hmm. I'm not damaging you? And I'm also not allowing you to damage yourself through, mm -hmm. um, like self, um, like over fulfilling your, your little yeah. needs indulgence. that you can't control. Indulgence. That's yeah. the word. Thank you. That was good. See? Wife. Love it. Um, <laughs> he that findeth a good get wife. Get you one of them. Get you a wife. Life. Um, but yeah, I think that that's important. Like that, that idea of um, speaking to parenting, not as image management, not trying mm. to control the image of parenting or like, Look at how awesome my kid is living vicariously through their, their victories and not trying to um, assert a sense of control over your child because you feel out of control in other areas. Like that's not what, that's not why God gave you those children. Mm. Um, God didn't give you uh, children so that you can feel powerful mm -hmm. and you can feel in control. That's not what, if anything, it's going to expose the areas of your <laughs> life that you are out of control, mm -hmm. the areas of your life that you are powerless and so, like, you have to understand, or we've had to understand um, in parenting that really it, it has to be done humbly. Yeah. It has to be done with an open hand of, like, Lord, look, I may have messed a lot of things up. And I'll tell you, just kind of closing thoughts, like, one of the prayers that I pray over our children a lot is, Lord, whatever damage I may have done to their little hearts or brains today, unintentionally, in, that's not a word, unintentionally, um, God, heal it. Like, mm -hmm. let it not stick. Let, let it mend. Help me to, to reconcile whatever. Even if I don't know I've done it, like, bring it up mm -hmm. so that we can, we can address it because there's so many ways that I know um, I have been hurt unintentionally by mm -hmm. adults in my life that just off-the-cuff remarks or saying things or they're in a bad mood and I receive that as rejection. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I don't want that in my kid's life if I can help it at all. Yeah. yeah. And so that that's a prayer. Like, um, And I, I believe God has answered that prayer in a lot of big ways. Mm -hmm. um, just as a brief example, yeah. I remember one, one day I was just a bear having a bad day and I remember just getting on Isaiah's case like four or five times in like some major ways. And at night, we would read a book every night and after we read, we would pray and I'd ask, you know, what's the high point of the day? What's the low point of the day? And I was just ready for the low point to be like, every time you yelled at me, you freaking ogre. Um, but that's not what he said. Low point was, had nothing to do with me. Like the low point was like, oh, I lost the stick I had outside. And the high point was like us reading together right now. And I was like, like it just, it, it broke me almost to be like, mm. thank you, God. Like, thank you for that grace in that moment. That's good. Mm. We had a lot, we have a lot of those moments mm -hmm. <clears throat> where it's like, oh gosh, I just totally screwed this up and you know, it's going to scar them. And then, you know, the next moment or the next day or, and honestly, our daughter does that a lot with me. Both of them at different points, I'll be like, oh my God, thank you, God. Like, thank yeah. you for, <laughs> thank you for not allowing 
this to be in vain because it can feel that way sometimes as a parent like oh my gosh I am just spending all this time spinning my wheels is this ever going to stick mm-hmm. um but there there's a lot of times with even our five-year-old that th- I'm like oh my gosh I didn't expect I didn't expect that like oh she took she got that from what I said to her or she got that from this you know the look I gave her wow mm-hmm. lord okay um but honestly like I think when we look at parenting from from the perfect father, mm-hmm. um, everything he does flows from who he is. Yeah, he is not changed by our response to him. He's yeah. not cha- He's not a man that he should lie, or a son of man that he should change his mind. That's right. That's good. And he's unwavering in his love and his patience and his constant, like seeking to discipline us because he loves us. Discipline as in teach. To teach, yeah, to, to show us that hey, this is who I am. And oftentimes what he's teaching us isn't necessarily about the thing in front of us. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I'm, t- I'm going to teach you, you know, I'm teaching you about faithfulness. But it's not about the thing in front of you. It's about, oh, I'm teaching about faithfulness because I'm faithful. I need you yeah. to trust that I'm the one that is the source of all things. Oh, good. And um, I heard something from a, uh, a gentle parenting, like, expert um, on TikTok. I know I heard it on TikTok, but I was listening, I was watching her video. She has some really great content and she said something that stuck with me that I was like, Ooh, she's talking about her daughter. She's like, you know, I, I, I was talking to my daughter and this, this, and this. And, and I realized in that moment, like I could have said this, but I didn't because I remembered that my voice becomes her inner monologue. Mm. And I was sitting there and of course, you know, so instantly where my brain went was like, Oh, what have I said that has become yeah. my child's inner monologue? But then I thought about why it's so important as believers in Christ that we know the word of God. This is why it talks so much in the word about teaching your children what the word of God says. Hiding the word in your heart. To hide it. Because when we say it, when it's on our lips, they may not be able to read yet. But when they see us in our devotions, when they hear us talking, when we walk on the road, when we sit, when we are in the car, when we're at the, like wherever we are, talking about God's goodness quoting the words of scripture, Mm -hmm. um, sharing how God is convicting us, that becomes their inner monologue. That is parenting them intentionally. That is gently showing them the word of God and not forcing our religion on our children because we are ultimately, because every child is born unsaved. Ultimately, we are the first missionaries in their life to come in and to show them what it means to live this with God life. Mm. And so, Honestly, that's been something that stuck with me so much is like when I'm speaking to my child, I, w- I need to know that word. Not yes, it's for me. First, it has to be for me. I have mm-hmm. to know it so that my heart is changed so that I can recall what God is saying to me. But I also have a responsibility to steward this young life. Yeah. And to be able to repeat what God has said to me in a holy way that maybe I have to have to say something that's hard. Like, sweetheart, you're wrong. Sweetheart, you're lying to mommy. I know yeah. you're lying to me. And, you know, yeah, um, and even today, Rebecca quoted to me a scripture about lying that I was like, yeah, it does say that in Proverbs, honey. You're right. I'm glad you remember that. Let's remember that so that we don't we don't speak lies because we don't want to perish. Humble like, brag. Like, I'm you. not, I'm just, she didn't you hear it from what? me, though. Today, my, my daughter says, <laughs> talk about propitiation, dad. No, and so I no, says to her. No. Yeah. <laughs> No, really, though, she she didn't hear it from me, though. She heard it from, like, one of the devotional TV shows that we watched. Yeah, I And hear so, you. like, 
this is one of those things that for me right now, that's what God is showing me. Like, what's on your tongue, sis? Like, sis? What's on your tongue, <laughs> What's on your tongue, sis? 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 What's on your tongue, girl? <laughs> but, like, really, what's coming out of your mouth? Because that, <laughs> that becomes my daughter's inner monologue. And even what I say about myself when I look in the mirror, mm-hmm. how I talk about other women, how I talk about the people in our life, our kids pick up on that. And yeah. that parents... Disciplining them when they do wrong, correcting their behaviors. That's all important. It's all important. Like, but the stuff that they catch and the stuff that they're seeing and they're observing us and we think they don't hear it and see it, that becomes their inner monologue. And those kids that grow up and say, you know, my parents weren't perfect. Yeah. And they knew they weren't perfect and I knew they weren't perfect. But they always loved me and accepted me. They always even though like I know they didn't always follow God's word 100% because they're human, they always knew what God's word said when I needed uh, help with something, when I needed this, my parents were always there. Even if they didn't know the right answer, they were still there to love me. Yeah. That to me is like, you did okay, parent. You did all right because there's so many ways that we can mess up. But like as, as Christian parents, those things have to be first. Yeah. Knowing the word and living the word has to be like, that's the gentlest parenting. I just went on a huge tangent and I apologize. That wasn't a tangent. That was all solid. That's good stuff. That's good. God's the perfect parent. The end. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. I concur. <laughs> I got read a book about it actually. <laughs> 66. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, okay. So here's the thing. We could talk about this forever. We may have another episode about parenting. Who knows? We, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We're going to write a book. We'll play it by you. Who knows? One day when our kids are older, we actually know if we did okay. Um, <laughs> but again, if this has spoken to you in any way, if this has encouraged you, mm-hmm. um, share it with somebody. Please Tell do. somebody about it. Start a conversation with somebody about gentle parenting. What is it? What do you think parenting. it is? Intentional parenting. Um, follow us on TikTok. Instagram. Facebook. YouTube. <laughs> Come on, y'all. You're slacking. You got to follow us. You got to yes. listen. You got to get that content. Okay. So um, next week. We'll, y'all know. We'll let you know. All right. So everybody, thank you so much for listening. This has been the Nick Smith Podcast. <laughs> there we, go. we hope this episode has connected you. To living truth. Be, be blessed. blessed. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Nick Smith Podcast. We are so glad that you joined us, and we hope that you'll consider subscribing so that you can tune in each week. Don't forget to rate and share this podcast. And if you haven't already, follow us on social media. If you want to be a part of our family's mission to entertain, educate, and empower others, please consider becoming one of our Patreon supporters. Exclusive Nick Smith merchandise is available to you through our online store at www.nicksmithpodcast.com.